as we usually do at 7.30 on Mondays here on WERU. Get to check in live with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. In 1946, Dylan Thomas wrote his lyrical poem in October, which opened with the lines, And the muscle pooled, and the heron priested shore, the morning beckoned with the water praying and call of seagull and rook, and the knock of sailing boats on the net-webbed wall, myself to set foot that second in the still-sleeping town and set forth. That same year on today's date, geographically speaking, backed by Bristol-Myers, premiered as the first commercially sponsored television program. Yesterday, while the winds gusted in excess of 50 knots at the airport in Trenton, I stayed snug at home in Orono, watching the now tawny-colored corn stalks in the garden bent sideways by the sustained gale. The force of it all seemed mitigated somewhat by the temperate tropical air. I thought about how in a mere three months' time, in January or February or so, such a wind would be 50 or 60 degrees colder, and how at that time our yearly metamorphosis from sylvan scene to terse tundra would be relatively complete. Since I wouldn't be flying, I decided to catch up on some home office chores, which included sorting through the weeks and weeks worth of various paperwork cluttering the desktop, tabletop, and countertop. One of the items that had been waylaid a while ago was a set of coupons for converter boxes to accommodate our analog television sets when everything goes digital come February. For the first time, I noticed the coupons, which had been a long time arriving, were already expired. There in the fine print was a Lilliputian notice that the coupons had been redeemed within 90 days of their being, had to be redeemed within 90 days of their being issued. Back down on the table went the envelope, landing next to the weekend edition of the local paper, which happened to be open to an article about two greenhouse gases other than carbon dioxide that are beginning to worry an increasing number of scientists concerned with global warming. Potentially the most immediately troublesome of the two would be methane, coming regularly from landfills, natural gas, coal mining, animal waste, and decaying plants, the last of which possibly becoming a considerable emission if the Arctic warms, melting frozen wetlands that currently entrap dead plant life. The second lesser gas climatologists are worried about is nitrogen fluoride, used as a cleaning agent during the manufacture of liquid crystal display television and computer monitors and for thin film solar panels. So just when my girlfriend and I were thinking about scuttling the coupon-oriented approach to continuing our minimal viewing television activities and instead buying a new, modest, flat-screen television set, we learned that doing so will will figuratively expand our carbon footprint It's at times like these that she and I leave off distressing ourselves with trying to make difficult decisions and instead turn our thoughts toward events we can more easily manage, such as Halloween this Friday. Every time we've shared a steamed lobster every other week or so for the past year or two, I saved the claws, washing them out, letting them dry, and then stringing them together with 60-pound test monofilament line into a necklace. I now have several of these strung together, and they make a great finishing touch to my witch doctor get-up, my ensemble for distributing goodies to the neighborhood trick-or-treaters who arrive at the door. No, those things are things we can deal with.
from Arno, Maine. Have a great and happy Halloween.